If you're not doing manufacturer spending right now, you tripping. And I got a free guide for you. Go to catacticsllc.com. Go to free MS 101 guide. Free MS 101 guide. You're going to learn about manufacturer spending if you don't already know about it. If you do know about it, you're going to be more elite at manufacturer spending. catacticsllc.com. Get the free MS 101 guide. Conveniently created for you. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Yo, listen, before we even get into the interview, I need y'all to take action. So text the word LIST to 707-244-7669. Do it right now. Text the word LIST, L-I-S-T, to 707-244-7669. Julian, JTalks Credit, he's going to talk about how he has a free business checklist for y'all. I know not all y'all is going to finish the entire interview. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I just want to get it out the way right now. Get that free business checklist right now. Don't sleep on the information. Enjoy the episode. A new episode of the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CATS. I got a special guest today. I got my homie Julian, JTalks Credit. I'm going to read his bio, and we're going to get straight into it. So Julian Pilot Hutcherson is currently the founder and president of Take Flight Solutions. He has served his community as a credit expert, helping growing entrepreneurs grow their businesses by leveraging their credit. He grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area and graduated with a BS in Applied Physics from Morehouse College and a BS in Civil Engineering from the University of Notre Dame. Since leaving his corporate job as an engineer, he's dedicated his life to helping entrepreneurs in his community improve their credit, structure their businesses, build business credit, and obtain high-limit business funding. Welcome to the podcast, Julian. How you feeling, bro? Thank you. Thank you, man. That introduction was amazing. It's as if I wrote it myself, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I didn't even know you, I didn't even know you left uh, the job. Congratulations on that. Man, thank you, man. It, it, it was a huge jump. Um, yeah, man, it's it was it was something that had been dying inside of me for so long. I was working at a job that wasn't fulfilling, you mm-hmm. know, working at a job where everybody around you um, just isn't happy. Everybody's just complaining, you know, yeah. although I was making six figures, um, it, just, it was just like two point, how, how long am I going to be here? Yeah. You know, how long am I going to be here? Because I've talked to people who are around me where they've been in the same position for 20 years longer than me and they're still making the same amount of money. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I was just yeah. wasn't making an impact. So I was like, man, I got to go all the way in on, on this, uh, on this business, man. Most definitely, most definitely. We're going to tap into that. But before we even get into that, some people might be listening. They might be like, okay, we see him with the reels and things of that nature. Can you tell us who is Julian? Maybe where you know where you grew up in and all that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just to recap, man, I'm from San Francisco Bay Area in a city called Vallejo, which is about an hour south of Sacramento, about 30 minutes north of Oakland, San Francisco, all that area of 29 years old. Um Grew up thinking I was going to be an engineer. I was going to do nothing but just math, science, all of that. I love playing with Legos, love construction, all of that, right? And um, 
found out that this is not cut out to what I wanted to be, right? It's not yeah. what I wanted 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 to do. Yeah. So um man I and as I started getting some income with my engineering, I was like, man, this is something I need to be able to do something with, with my money. Mm-hmm. I need to do something with my, my money. So I started studying. I started studying about personal finance, started studying about um investments. How do I make sure my money is built? How mm-hmm. do I make sure that I'm up the money that I'm getting to this, this today is going to be here 20 years down the road? How do yeah. I make sure that my kids are going to be able to eat off of the money that I'm getting today? Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's so many times we hear about people making all this money, but then blowing it because they don't know how to maintain it. They don't know how, how to grow it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, look, I'm in a great position right now. I'm in my early 20s, mid 20s. I'm getting paid six figures. Um, I don't have a kid. I don't have a wife. I don't have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Let me take advantage of take advantage of this. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, started studying, uh, found out about real estate, man. Like they say, um, what? I don't remember the statistics. I think it's like 75 percent of all millionaires own some type of real estate. And oh, I said, yeah. OK, well, look, that's obvious the route that I need to take. Mm-hmm. So I started studying about that podcasts similar to like bigger pockets on blogs forums literally until like two or three o'clock in the morning i really got obsessed with it right Mm -hmm. i told myself hey i got all this money saved up let me buy a multifamily property single family i don't care right let me just buy something but me being out here in california we all know it's expensive as hell out here oh man fast (laughs) i know you know out there and and yeah it's the same way yeah yeah. it's like me being 24, 25 years old, I had about $40,000, $50,000 saved up. Even if I dropped that all on a down payment on a multifamily property and I live out in a house hack it, for those people who don't know what house hacking is, is when you get a multifamily unit or some type of property, you live in one unit or you live in one room, rent out the other rooms or units so that all the rental the rental payments pay, pays for your, uh, your mortgage. And at that point, you're technically living for free right mm-hmm. so i wanted to run that play however it didn't the numbers didn't make sense i was going to drop 40 dollars on a property but because the mortgage would be so high the rental payments that i got consistently every month wouldn't even cover all the mortgage so i was like man there's this has got to be a better way mm-hmm. so i started thinking about how do i how to invest out of state where in, in states like georgia louisiana uh south carolina where properties can can go for a 200k right yeah then i was like okay let me take a step farther how do i invest in these properties without using my own money Mm. right so i so i found out about people using credit Mm. specifically business credit Mm -hmm. business credit cards Mm. and when i found out about that i was like bro this is a whole new world this Mm. is crazy where people are literally buying uh six units seven units eight units 20 uh 20 unit apartment complexes without money out of their own pocket yeah they're using lines of business credit for down payments on whether it might be a a, a hard money loans or any any other type of real estate loans they uh build a they use a credit to fund their rehab Mm -hmm. increase the value of the house right or the property Mm -hmm. And then refinancing it, right? Getting cash back in a cash out refi, being able to pay themselves, pay back uh, their credit cards, pay back all the loans, 
and they come up with a property with no money down for free. Hmm. And I was like, bro, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I dove into the business credit world and um, man, long story short, I found out there's a lot of stuff that is a lot of information that isn't given or isn't readily available for a lot of our people, especially people who look like us. Yeah, exactly. And I start looking back of all the people who don't know this information, right? And I'm thinking, okay, who am I to be able to get all this information and not lift as I climb? Mm, Who am I to get to the next level, start getting all these lines of credit without Mm. showing other people how to do the same, how to start their own businesses, right? How to improve their own credit to be able to get access to the to lines of bank business credit, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people think it's it's impossible to get, but it's it's a lot easier than um a lot of people think. So okay, most definitely. So when you first figured out about business credit, you know, you're in the whole real estate thing, like dang, how do I do it for free? How do I there's gotta be a better way? How's your personal credit profile looking like at that time? At that time, it was really untouched, man. Um it was funny because I went through a funding company uh, early on in my uh, in my journey before I knew anything really about credit. Mm-hmm. I ran into a guy who ran a funding company. He said, hey, this is what you can do. We can get you all these credit cards and you can use the credit cards for the real estate. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, bet, say less. Yeah. So <laughs> I went to him. He ran on my credit, all most of them all my personal credit, right? Yeah. Probably only got $3,000 on the business credit side, right? And mm-hmm. then on top of that, I got, so I, after that, I only got, I would say probably about $50,000, right? And then mm-hmm. I got left with all these inquiries on my credit report that I didn't know how to remove. So mm-hmm. I got stuck with all these inquiries mm-hmm. um, and all these little limits on, on my personal, and my, or not, my personal is cool, but on the yeah. business side, I got no limits, so I'm yeah. thinking, how are people getting these $20,000, $25,000 limits? Yeah. Right? So I started studying about that. And I realized it's really about, it's it's different. Per Getting your lines of business credit, bank business credit. When, I, when I'm in this term, I'm talking about PGing my uh, okay. business credit. Uh, PG, for anybody who doesn't know, that means you're personally guaranteeing uh, the funds that you're getting. Yeah. Meaning the funds that I get, if I blow it, and I don't pay it back in the defaults, I'm liable for it, right? Exactly. I'm liable yeah. for it. So um, yeah, so I figured out that it's not it's not the same way. I can get these fifteen, twenty thousand dollars of of credit on my personal side, but mm-hmm. business is it's a different beast. It's mm. you got to get your business structure correctly. Okay. You got to make sure your personal is even personal credit is even structured even better yeah Um, this is a lot of different things man so uh going back to your question i had a lot of inquiries Mm -hmm. i had um, higher credit utilization but i was Mm -hmm. and i didn't have any trade lines i didn't have a lot of age on my credit Mm. so i went ahead applied for uh i went on my parents i went on my mom and my grandmother's uh, authorized user trade lines right um, I added primary trade lines. My favorite, this is, and everybody needs to go today to apply for these uh, primary accounts that I'm about to tell you about. Perfect, let's get it. It is Rental Karma, mm-hmm. Rent Reporters, mm-hmm. and Credit My Rent. 
Okay. Mm. So we all know that our biggest expense, our living expense is our, a lot of times it's our rent. It's our housing expenses, right? Yeah. So what, what sense does it make that an expense that we have to make every month doesn't get reported to our credit report? It, it, don't. It, it, it don't make sense. Yeah. Right. But guess what? If we don't pay it, guess what happens? It gets reported on the credit report if we don't if we don't pay that, right? Yeah. And you're gonna and you're gonna be in the streets. <laughs> hey, you're gonna be in the streets, right? <laughs> so uh the beauty about these uh, accounts that I just mentioned is that these accounts will force report your on-time monthly rental payments to your credit report. Mm-hmm. So now um you have online pay or you have on-time payments added to your credit report, you add another account. And the mm-hmm. best part about it is you could backdate your rental payment two years. Mm. So now you have two years of history of a new account that has 100% on-time payment and you got two years history and you got another primary account on your credit report. Mm-hmm. But it's a cheat code. It's literally a cheat code, Definitely. right? So I added, added those three accounts, removed removed inquiries. I removed about 10 inquiries off my credit report. Can you um, talk about that process? Yeah, yeah. So removing inquiries is a it's a game changer, y'all. It's a game changer. We can talk about why it's a game changer a little bit later, but we all know there's three major um credit reporting agencies, right? We got mm-hmm. Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. The easiest of the three is Experian. So if you have a inquiry on your credit report, right? And an inquiry is not attached to any open credit cards you can get that removed. What you can do is pull your credit report, identify who gave you that inquiry, what date you got that inquiry, call Experian up on the phone, right? Get connected to the fraud department. We get connected to the fraud department. You want to make sure it's actually the fraud department. They might pass you on to like three, four, five different people, but you have to make sure you talk to the fraud department. When you talk to the fraud department, you're going to tell them, that, hey, I was looking at my credit report and I noticed that there's some unauthorized uh, inquiries um, that I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say, or there's unauthorized inquiries on my credit report, right? They're going to ask you, okay, um, did you do them? You say, no, uh, it's, it's fraud. I, I need them off my credit report. Mm-hmm. What they're going to do is they're going to ask you, did you send an FTC report, right? They're going to ask you to send a police report. Say yes. Even though you didn't send one in, you don't need to send one in. Just tell them that you already did. They're going to say, well, I'm looking at it and I don't see it. What you can tell them is that, well, look, that's not my problem. I sent it in about two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. if, y'all, if y'all don't have y'all stuff together, that's your problem, right? But I know I sent it in. They said, hmm, okay, well, I'm looking into it. So they're going to put you on pause, right? Put you on hold. Um, I don't Honestly, I don't know what they do in the back. But then they come back and they <laughs> say, yo, it's good. So we got these inquiries removed. Um, they'll be off in your credit report in 30 days. Um, is there anything else I need for you? Go off and name every single inquiry on your uh, experience credit report. Every single one of them. Every single yep. one of them. And um, and uh, from within 48 hours, all those experience um, inquiries are going to be removed from your credit report. So that's definitely a play right there. TransUnion and Equifax is very similar too. So, but instead of going ahead straight calling Experian for TransUnion, what you need to do is write a letter. You need to write a letter 
to TransUnion saying, hey, TransUnion, there's unauthorized inquiries on my credit report that you list out all the TransUnion inquiries. Make sure that these inquiries are not attached to any open credit cards. I can't stress that enough. They yeah. have to be unattached. They have to be unattached, right? You, you name them all, right? Then what you want to do is you want to go to the FTC.gov. FTC.gov is the Fair Trade Commission um, website, right? And they're basically the government entity that protects consumers uh, when it comes to fraud, identity theft, all of that. What you want to do is go ahead and create a report, right? And create a report, print it out. It doesn't get sent anywhere, but you just need to go ahead and print it out, right? Yeah. Then you need to um, package everything up, package everything. You want to get your letter. You're going to get that FTC report, right? And then you're going to get your copy of your ID, a social security card, and a copy of utility bill, okay? And then I want you to put all that in the mail and send it out certified mail to TransUnion, all right? And I want you to do certified mail because TransUnion loves to play games mm -hmm. and say that they didn't receive your mail. But yeah. if you send it certified mail, you're going to know that they receive it when it shows up, right? Mm -hmm. So about, you're going to keep track of that mail, make sure it shows up, call them up on the phone and say, hey, TransUnion, TransUnion, um, I sent in, I sent in um, some mail not too long ago and I need these unauthorized inquiries removed. They're going to say, okay, I'm going to look it up. They might say, hey, actually, I didn't receive it. That's all. Oh, that's funny because I got this certified mail saying exactly. it sh showed up last Tuesday. So paper trail. Exactly. Paper trail, man. Paper trail for real, for real. So um, it's a, oh, okay. That, that let me let me talk to my manager real quick. So they're gonna talk to whoever in the back. They're gonna come back and they said, okay, well, um, name off all the inquiries that you need removed, right? Then you go mm -hmm. off and name everything off the of transunion, all the transunion inquiries. Mm -hmm. Boom, easy. Now, finally, Equifax, very similar to TransUnion, but instead of sending out certified mail, what you can do is actually fax Equifax. Mm -hmm. You fax Equifax. You could Google the number. I don't remember the number at the top of my head. So you yeah. fax them a copy of your ID, a copy of a social security card, a copy of your utility bill, a letter saying that these unauthorized inquiries are, are, are need to be removed. You name off all the Equifax inquiries and um, send out FTC report. You, you fax it to them. It sh they should get it within about a week. You call them up, up, call them up on the phone and go through the same process. Look. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. And those of y'all listening, y'all have heard in previous episodes, I said similar thing. And y'all got to remember, I know some of y'all be listening to the law. Um, identity theft, when it comes to the law, means no consent. So I know some people feel weird about um, FTC and all of that, but the law tells you identity theft means no consent. So yeah, definitely um, appreciate that. I wanted to... Yeah. I want <laughs> and that's a game changer too, because look, yeah, that comes directly into getting... When people talk about they get $500,000 in lines of uh, bank business credit, mm -hmm. I guarantee you that they're running that play right there. They're running those plays to get those inquiries removed, y'all. Exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So as far as business credit, I know you 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 know you're the business credit guy do you prefer the whole pg thing or do you prefer people like build up the net 30s and 90s and all that because to be honest 
with my journey, I've as far as getting business funding, I've just been majority has been just PG. But then I just I came to terms with myself. I was like, you know what? Let me actually build out my business credit profile. So that's what I'm doing right now, just to be um transparent. So I'm curious to see what you think about that. Right. So there's two ways of um, having business credit, y'all. So there's a business credit where you build it off your EIN, which yeah. is strictly based on the strength of your business. And then there's a PG in your business credit, right? And that is, like I said, PGing it, personally guaranteeing it. As in, if you get these funds, you don't pay it back, your personal credit is going, going to be hit, right? Yeah. Um, one thing as I honestly... I love PG man. Mm-hmm. A PG just because one, you get larger limits. When it comes to bank business credit, you're gonna get larger limits. You're gonna get larger limits. Um, uh, 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 and also on EIN, if you get the uh, bank uh, business credit based on your EIN, you're gonna have to make a significant amount of income to be able to get these different credit cards without personally guaranteeing it, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make, for some banks, it's going to be $2 million in revenue that you have to show, right? Mm -hmm. That you have to show in tax returns in order to be able to get these uh, lines of credit, right? So I always tell people, look, if you could bet on yourself, right? If you get bet on yourself, if your business is structured up properly, you have a, a right business plan, you know you have a plan for your money, Look, go ahead and PG that funds. Go ahead and PG it. Because at the end of the day, even if you did use your EIN, you built, say you did the net 30s, net 60s, everything in the sort. If you want to be able to get the large, a large, large funding, right? Guess what? Yeah, you could have a, a strong business, but more times than not, they're still going to be looking at your personal credit. They might not going to be looking at as heavily, but they're still going to be looking at it. So when people tell me, look, yo, I don't want to be able to, um, I don't want to worry about my personal credit. I just want to go straight to the uh, the business credit. Um, and I said, okay, cool. But look, it's no matter what, it's going to have to go back to your personal credit. Mm-hmm. We have to look, people say, I tell people this, look, b- business credit is optional, right? Mm-hmm. But no matter what, no matter what circumstance, Getting your personal credit right is mandatory. Mm. It is a requirement. Mm. There's too many resources out here. There's podcasts like this. There's free YouTube videos. There's credit repair companies out there who will literally fix your credit for you. You can learn how to fix your credit, but we can't avoid it. We can't avoid it, y'all. Yeah. So get listen to podcasts like this. Get your information down. Fix your credit, y'all. Because look, I guarantee you, you're not going to regret it. Most You're definitely. not going to regret it. It might take a year, it might take a year and a half, but it's better to do that than start it with the net 30s, net 60s, net 90s, where it, it, you could, in a year from now, a year and a half from now, you still may not be able to get the large limits that you want because your personal credit isn't right. Mm. So focus on your personal credit, y'all. Most definitely. Do you teach people to do the net 30s, 90s, and all that, or you just preach about like the PG? I, I teach it. I have um, a few resources because... Okay. Um, it is still important to be able to build your business credit. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that's not my forefront because I tell people, look, um, use that as an asset, as a supplementary to your, to your personal credit, to be able to get the large funds, but no matter what, it's still good to build your business credit. 
right? Okay, okay, mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah, because I had someone on the podcast talking about um, building business credit, and she was she was more on the side of the net 30s and 90s, so it's interesting to see the other perspective. So right, I, right, I guess right, I want right. to lean more towards that. Can we talk about, this is a cat podcast, let's talk about the secrets on getting mm-hmm. those high limit cars, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, let's talk about that, man. Talk about um, it. <laughs> I know one thing I know you, you preach is really about the data points, right? It's really Most about definitely. the data points on your on your credit report. It's really so we have to know it's not about your credit score. Look, we know that a lot of people think the higher the credit score, the better, right? That's really yeah. irrelevant, man. Because like I, I've said many times before, I know people who got 800 credit scores and still get denied American Express cards, right? Because it's not about the score it's what's on our credit report because look mm-hmm. you can have a credit report where you have you could have um let's see you can have a trade we have an authorized user trade line that's 20 years old from your grandmother um you got a um let's see you have a secured card secure card that you've had for the last year right and you got student loans Right at that, right, just right there, you might have a 760, right? Yeah. But if you go, I guarantee you, if you go to the bank, say, look, I want to be able to give me this $30,000, $25,000 uh, credit card, 0% interest, mm-hmm. they're going to look at you crazy, right? <laughs> why? Just think about it. It's like, why would they give you all this money when you can't even handle it yourself? There's no proof that you've been able to handle it yourself. Yeah. You got a $300 uh secure credit that's attached to your name mm-hmm. and you got another credit card that that's not even attached to your name mm-hmm. right you're never going to be able to get a credit based on credit that's not yours mm-hmm. <laughs> right the banks are not going to do that the lenders are not going to do that they need you need to have some type of track record saying that proving that you'll be able to handle this funding if they ever give it to you right so that's why i tell people look build out your primary accounts Right. You want to be able to have at least 10 primary accounts, primary accounts, those accounts of student loans. Uh, I want you to have at least three major bank credit cards. I'm not talking about Sears, I'm not talking about Target, Walmart. I'm talking about the Bank of America, the Chase, um, your credit union. Those are the ones that they like to see. Those yeah. are the ones that you need to have in your credit. Board. I want you to have at least three and I want you to have at least twenty five hundred, twenty five hundred credit limit. Maybe higher the better. I'm really 5,000, really 5,000, right? What if they get like a thousand dollar limit? What should they do? Man, look, <laughs> that goes into MS spending, boy. Look, <laughs> what are you talking about? We got one whole podcast about that. They got multiple episodes on MS look, y'all got multiple know. episodes. I, I, think that, they, I think they know what to do, Loki. Well, yeah. So, all in short, if you got a thousand dollar credit card, what you can do is just max it out, paid off, max it out, paid off, stretch those limits, right? You do that over a period of six months or so, the banks are going to be like, okay, look, this person is being able to use what he's able to, what he's been given. I could trust him with a little bit more. I could trust mm-hmm. him a little bit more. So you do that mm-hmm. every, you ask for a credit line increase every four to six months from the banks, they're going to give you a credit line increase, especially if you use it, use it heavily, right? Yeah. So, um, you got to get those, build all those primary accounts, get those credit cards, those accounts of student loans, those rental accounts that I mentioned earlier, those count too. Yep. Uh, make sure you have at least 10 of those. 100% on-time payment. No late payments, y'all. No derogatories. Mm-hmm. No derogatories. Uh, average credit age. You want to have an average credit age of 
preferably, preferably to be able to get max, you want to be around four to five, mm-hmm. right? Five and up, you're going to be able to get max, right? And then finally, your inquiries. We talked about how to remove inquiries. We talked about that. We talked about go, that. Yeah. go run the play. We told yeah, you to play. Yeah. Go run the play for each of those bureaus That's and get those inquiries off. And What um, if their age is young? What if they got like only one year average age? What, what should they do? Man, look, there's, there's a lot of people are going to tell you, okay, go get trade lines. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you, go get trade lines. Um, however, that that is not a replacement. That is not a replacement from getting your primary credit cards and letting them age out, y'all. That's why we mm-hmm. tell people as early as possible, get your own primary unsecured credit card. Even if you got to start with secured, start with a Discover card. Discover is giving out a secured card right now where there's no annual fee. Mm-hmm. And you get 1% cash back. There's I don't know any other secure card where they, they actually do that, right? Yeah. No annual fee. You get 1% cash back, meaning whatever you spend on a the card, they're gonna give you 1% of that. If you spend mm-hmm. a if you spend um if you spend a thousand, they're gonna give you ten dollars for every thousand that you spend, right? Did I do that math right? I think I did that right, right? So um yeah, get those get that secure card. Use manufacture spend just the way uh, that we talk about in the podcast, yep. right? And um, get that, and they're going what they're what they're going to do. They're going to graduate that secure card to an unsecure card. They're going to do it. They're going to do it within six months, as long as you're using it consistent consistently and paying it off, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely do that, y'all. Definitely do that. Um, about what 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 were we talking about next? I'm we're basically about. talking about. I'm ba- I just want to know the secrets, the hacks to get oh, you know, yeah, those high yeah. limits. You feel me? So we're talking yeah. about the foundation as far as you know the data points. So yeah, so data ahead. points. Get those data points. Next, you want to be able to get your business set up right. This is by far extremely. Oh, important. let's let's yeah, let's go on that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Okay, this ahead. is the difference between getting a thousand and getting twenty five thousand. Mm. right first thing you want to do is you want to start an llc right mm-hmm. start an llc and before you do anything you want to make sure that the business that you're naming it is very general right you want to make sure it's general as hell for me my business is called take flight solutions right mm-hmm. we have to understand that these banks are very conservative they're very conservative meaning any type of red flag any type of risk um any type of uh, any type of any type of opportunity or any time where they think that the business may make a lot of money and then lose a lot of money, they don't want any type of association with it. So mm-hmm. we need to start building our LLCs as very general. I tell people when I go to the bank, I tell them that I do business consulting. Mm-hmm. I do business consulting, even though I do uh, I do credit repair, I do credit consulting, I do funding, mm-hmm. um, everything of the sort. The banks hate that. They hate mm-hmm. that because they see it as high risk, right? So if they, if you go to the bank, sometimes they may deny you altogether, but if they do, if they do decide to uh, approve you for some credit, you might only get a thousand, two thousand, but you can't do anything with that, right? Yeah. So I tell people, build out your LLC, come up with a very general name, and then, um, also, there's something called the NAICS code. It's called the NAICS. NAICS code, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that is the code that categorizes what industry your business is in, right? We have to make sure 
I don't care if you do trucking. I don't care if you do credit repair, you're a construction real estate. I wouldn't mm-hmm. tell the bank that you do that. You want to come yes. up with a NAICS code that is uh, very general for business consulting. I don't remember yeah. the top of my head, but um, y'all could Google that. Just Google it. Yeah, y'all Google it. Come on. Right. I can't <laughs> give you everything. Just Google it. But <laughs> business consulting, business administration, NAICS code. Mm-hmm. Use that code on all your applications, right? So we got the we got an LLC, we got our NAX code, we got our safe business name. We want to make sure we have an EIN, right? We want to mm-hmm. make sure we have an EIN. Another thing, we have to have a, a business address, y'all. Yeah. We gotta have a business address. And um, look, and some people say, hey, like I, I don't want to have a business uh, official business address. I just gotta use my home. Look. Some banks might think that's okay, right? But I know personally that there are banks out there, there's credit cards that will deny you if you do not have a brick and mortar, brick and mortar physical building for your office, right? Mm. For your business address, right? So for all the business owners out there who have online businesses, right? They're 100% online or that's home-based, right? What you can do is you can go to uh, websites like Regus, R-E-G-U-S dot com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can go to websites like Opus Virtual Office. Mm-hmm. These are companies that they will give you an opportunity to lease out the address that they have out of a physical building. And you have the right to use that address on all your business credit applications. You mm-hmm. have the right to put that on your LLC. You have a right to put that on your EIN, right? So now when you go to apply for business credit at the, at the banks, or even if you go to uh, use your net thirties, whatever, um, they're going to, if they decide to Google it, which a lot of times they will, they'll Google your address to see if you're a legitimate business mm-hmm. and they're going to see, okay, this person, it doesn't just, isn't it in the shack. It's a real address. He's a, he has a real office building. He has yeah. a real office building. Look, yeah, we could trust him. Let me throw some, throw some money, That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So you want to become off as legitimate as possible, right? So avoid uh, PO boxes, avoid home addresses, and stick to those virtual addresses, y'all. Stick to those. Stick to those. Um, a lot of people say the phone number, phone number. Uh, when you go for EIN business credit, that's really important. However, when it comes to bank business credit, a lot of times I don't look at that. Mm-hmm. But I would say go ahead, get it anyways, in case you want to build your net 30s, net 60s, everything of the sort. You can get that from freedomvoice.com. You can go to grasshopper.com. They'll give you, um, they'll give you some uh, office number or uh, business numbers. Email address. You want to have, make sure that there's um, you actually have a professional email address. No more papichulo yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> so we want to be able to have uh, a professional info at your business name.com, right? Yes. Goes a long way. Goes a long way. And let's see. Another thing that will help is not mandatory all the time when it comes to bank business credit. Just have a website. Have a website. Have a website that shows that you do business consulting. That's the key. Because mm-hmm. this is the website that you're going to be showing the banks. This is not a website for your own clients to be able to make money. This is a facade that you want to, you're going to put up just in case the banker is going to ask, yo, so uh, do you have a website? I'm going to go do research on you. You give them that website. Don't mm-hmm. give them your credit repair website. Don't give them your trucking website. Don't give them your real real estate website because they're going to see that 
oh, you say you do business consulting, but your website says that you do credit repair. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Then you get caught up in the lie and in trouble, right? Yeah. So um, going build a cheap website. It could be one page, landing page. You can get it off of uh, a Google Workspace, where you can get your you get your uh, Google email. Um, Wix. There's a lot of different websites out there. Cheap website. I would not yeah. pay any. Do not pay a per. Uh, uh, don't go on Fiverr. Don't pay any web developer and pay anything more than a hundred dollars for it. Even a hundred dollars <laughs> is too much. <laughs> no, because look, I, there are people out there charging three thousand, four thousand dollars for a website. Yeah, you know. But do not do that. Do not do that, y'all. Um, yeah, and that, that I think that, I think that wraps up everything. I think that wraps okay. up. So now you got your you got your credit right. You got your uh, business structure correctly. Yeah. Now you're ready to go to the banks. Mm-hmm. Now you're ready to go to the banks. I would choose your credit unions. I would use mm-hmm. the banks that you already have relationships with. Okay. Right. So. For example, if you already have a personal account with Chase, you've, you've been banking with Chase ever since you've been 18, 16 years old, I would start there. Start there because you already have a relationship with them. These banks are going to give you credit limits based on the strength of your uh, strength of the, of the relationship. So yeah. if they see that you've been with them on their personal side for 10 years. <laughs> they're going to be like, OK, uh, thanks for giving us money. Thanks for giving us money in the past. We could we could throw you a little song. We could throw you a little song. So um, go to Chase. Go. My favorite is U.S. Bank. U.S. Talk Bank. About, talk about U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank gave me. So they have two options of zero percent interest business credit cards. Can you elaborate um, on that zero percent just for anybody yeah, that may not know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero percent interest. That's the beauty about business credit cards, y'all. Mm-hmm. There's so many banks out there that give out these zero percent interest business credit cards. Um, and with this, a lot of times they're going to give you a length, a length of time, say, like, for example, the U.S. Bank business platinum card, they're going to give you 12 months, zero percent interest, meaning you do not have to pay any interest on what you borrow from that card for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Say I got a ten thousand dollar card from U.S. Bank and it's 0% 0 interest for 12 months, max it out $10,000. That means I only have to pay the minimum amount. And the minimum Mm. amount is anywhere between two, one to 5% of of what you borrow. A lot Mm. of times it's 2%, right? Mm. So for a $10,000, 2%, what is that? It's going to be 200. $200. Can you afford $200 for your business? (laughs) I mean, some people can, some people can't, but if you can, you probably don't want to be doing this, but it's a lot better uh, paying $200 than if you're, if your interest rate is on a regular card would be like 19%, 20% and your minimum payment is going to be stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the beauty about 0% interest cards. And the dope thing about it is if you have a business, you have some type of venture that you want to get into. You look, you could use that $10,000 by manufacturing spending, liquidating yeah. those cards. You could use those funds to, to invest in a business. Mm-hmm. If you want to start an Airbnb, Airbnbs cost less than $10,000 to start up, mm-hmm. right? You can furnish your whole Airbnb on that one card. Yeah. There's people out there who are buying cars, total cars, whole cars Trash. for under $10,000, right? zero percent interest they take that car put that on turo right and the car is going to able to generate 
um, hundreds of dollars, man, depending on what car you get. But it's more than enough to be able to pay back the minimum amount, right? And then you're going to be able to earn some cash at, at the same time. Exactly. Come on, y'all. Look, the 0% interest game is something different. So that's why yeah. I tell people, look, if you're going to get your personal credit right, get your business credit right, or your business structure properly, go to these banks and get the 0% interest because they're literally giving out free money, y'all. Mm. So you like U.S. Bank, basically. I love, I love U.S. Bank, man. They got they got two different ones. They got the, um, like I said, the the business platinum one, I think it's 12 months. I think it's 12 or 18 months, 0% interest. They got another one that is uh actually no the business plan was 12 months the other one they got is 18 months zero percent interest um man they give out the bag i my business was only about a few months old i went to them they gave me twenty five thousand right off the bat right they pulled that's a credit card right huh and that's a credit card business credit we're not even talking about lines of credit i'm not even talking about lines of credit i'm talking Mm. about a business credit card Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, They PG would me. So I had a hard inquiry. But guess what? We know how to remove hard inquiries. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and removed that. And guess what? I went went to um, I went to the next bank, opened up a bank account, deposited money in it. Right. Let it sit for 30 days. Right. Month or so. Went back and applied. Right. And they're going to when I do apply for the credit card, they're going to see all the money that's in the account. So mm-hmm. they're going to see because I, I, I try to put in about four or five thousand dollars every time I put it. And that's like that's really low level stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, one thing I've realized is that the, a lot of these banks, they're going to give you at least what you've already put in there. Mm-hmm. Right. When you apply for a credit card, it's called a 50 50 rule. Mm-hmm. Right. I won't say it's a rule. It's a rule of thumb. Where if you deposit $5,000 in it and you come back later to apply for a business credit card, they're going to at least give you $5,000 credit limit, if not double that. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, look, build a relationship with these banks. Open up open up these bank accounts. Throw some money in there. Show some love to them. Let them use that money to invest in whatever they need to invest in. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you go back to them and ask for funding for them, they're going to be like, okay, that's a no-brainer. You, you scratch my back, I'm going to scratch yours. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's um, huge. U.S. Bank. Chase is big. Um, Bank of America. Um, these credit unions, y'all. But if you, even if you don't want to go to the Chase, Chases of the big boys, go to the credit unions. The credit unions, credit unions are giving out the bag, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Credit what about Wells Fargo? Oh, and the Wells Fargo, man. The Wells Fargo. Let me tell you about the Wells Fargo, man. I mean, All right, go ahead. Maybe, maybe I should save it. Should I save it? Hey or man, just go? just go ahead, go ahead, oh, man. man look, I, I just keep going on and <laughs> on. Um, uh, so Wells Fargo, they got to play, man. Um, it is not not talked about often, right? It's not mm-hmm. talked about often, but I can confirm that it's actual fact. It's happened mm-hmm. to me. Um, I searched on YouTube. There are a few other people who've had the same experience, mm-hmm. right? But. US Wells Fargo is giving out the bag with no hard inquiry, y'all. Mm. By that, I mean, I went over there to uh, um, Wells Fargo probably about two or three months ago in person, applied for, opened up a, both a business checking and a business savings account, All right? And as I, as I applied to open it, they pulled, I put a soft pull on my credit. Right, because on the application, I asked for my social, so I went, I went ahead and gave it. 
Mm-hmm. What they're going to do is a soft pull, look at my credit report. And um, as long as your personal credit is set up right, the way that we talked about it before, as long as your business stru- is structured properly, um, and this is a new experience for you at Wells Fargo, or if you already have a, lo- a long experience with Wells Fargo uh, on the personal side, what they'll do is give you a soft pull pre-approval, right? For a business credit card. And it's a soft pull, right? So mm-hmm. I remember he, him telling me about it and I'm thinking, okay, cool, a soft pull, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, and for me, I'm always gonna get the credit card regardless whether it's a, a hard pull or not. So exactly. he asked me about it. He said, yeah, go ahead. Cause I'm, I know how to remove inquiries, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, so I went ahead and accepted it. And he said, okay, man, you were approved. And I said, did they give me a hard inquiry? He said, no, there's no hard inquiry. I said, yeah. what? No hard <laughs> inquiry? And I said, well, this, and I got $15,000, zero percent interest. And I said, no, this can't be right. Right. Yeah. And he said, no, nah, man, there's no hard inquiry. And I looked at my credit report, no hard inquiry. I, Cause I usually get a, a alerts when there's a, hard inquiry or my credit gets pulled nothing mm-hmm. nothing popped up so they literally gave me fifteen thousand dollars zero percent interest and on top of that i didn't even have to deposit any money into those accounts wow i think i i think i deposited probably like fifty dollars just to keep wow, it open wow. y'all but, take notes y'all take notes look i'm trying to tell y'all man as well fargo <laughs> plays something different so let me let me break it down for y'all so what y'all right. need to do is go to wells fargo in person do not do it online. Go to Wells Fargo in person, right? Set an appointment, right? Talk to the banker. Open up both a business checking and a business savings account. This works best for people who already don't have a business account with Wells Fargo. This works for people also who have a long experience or long relationship with Wells Fargo on the personal side, right? So you want to open up both a business checking and a business savings account. Write down your social security on the application to open up those accounts, right? They're going to pull your credit. You're going to know right away if you're if you're pre-approved or not, right? If your credit, if you don't get pre-approved, that means your business isn't set up right. Your uh, your credit report or your credit isn't the where it needs to be. Even if mm-hmm. you have a strong credit report, you still may not get it if it's not at the data points that they're looking for, mm-hmm. right? Or they just don't like you, right? Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, they're going to pre-approve you. Go and accept the card mm-hmm. and man, just run, run, run the play, run with the, the bag, man. Yeah. You, I mean, you, can use, you use that $15,000 for whatever you need to, whatever mm-hmm. you need to y'all. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity for people who have aspirations to start a new business or right, but lack the funds, right? We, we got capital now, y'all. We got capital, but I want to stress this y'all. I talk about, Using your funding, we have to know that uh, this is not just free money. This is money that we use as leverage mm. to start something up, mm-hmm. earn an income, and then pay it back, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't want people to think, oh, just Wells Fargo's giving out all this stuff. We don't have to pay it back. Now we got to pay it back, y'all. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Did you take multiple LLCs over there or just one? Or how oh, was the whole yeah, process? Man. Can we talk about the beauty of business credit or just taking multiple LLCs? Oh yeah, man. And that's the beauty thing about business credit too, man. Cause with these LLC, you got an LLC one, say I went to us bank. 
I got that $25,000, right? Mm -hmm. Removed that hard inquiry. What, what I could do is, is actually open up another bank account with another LLC, right? I Because I can create as many LLCs as I want, right? Mm -hmm. I create another LLC and I can go back to US Bank, open up another bank account and apply for the same credit card all over again. Because guess what? It's not attached to my personal. It's attached to my business. So mm -hmm. I got two LLCs. I got two business credit cards, mm -hmm. right? So now I can use the other LLC to apply for that same credit card. I may not be able to get the full $25,000 like I did before, but I, I, I know I could at least get something out of it, right? Yeah. Especially if you run that 50-50 play, if you deposit some money, when you open up that bank account, you can get at least $5,000 from them, mm -hmm. right? Is 0% interest. So now I got $25,000 over here. I got another $5,000 over here. You got $30,000, mm. right? And on top of that, we know how to remove inquiries. Yeah. So now I apply for apply for the first one, remove the inquiry, got the second one, remove the hard inquiry again. Now I can go to another bank if I really wanted to. I can go to another bank that pulls TransUnion because U.S. Bank pulls TransUnion. So I'm trying to think of a bank that pulls TransUnion. Um um oh, Navy help, federal help. does sometimes there you go navy yeah. federal I, I don't know if they pull on the business side but say you you go to u.s bank get all these hard inquiries you remove those hard inquiries go to navy federal open up a business bank account apply for their business credit card they're not going to see those hard inquiries from u.s bank because you mm -hmm. removed them already yeah so now they're going to give you they're going to give you more money because they see that those hard inquiries aren't there mm -hmm. and it's a game changer, y'all. Know how to break you know your LLCs, fix your credit, and know how to remove inquiries. Game and changer. Then you, and then you just got you just got the sauce. So some people might be listening, like, damn, I could get business credit, I could take out the inquiry. Why would I ever go back to personal? So let's say someone they structured all their data points, they got their three primaries, three primary credit card accounts, they at least twenty five hundred dollar limits, and they're ready to get approvals for business credit. Would you recommend them ever getting new personal cards? Because, you know, it'll drive the age down or just focus solely on business credit. I would say if your credit limits are at 2,500, you need to get those increased. So run those MS plays and mm -hmm. let them age out because at the end of the day, your business credit approvals are going to be based on your age, mm -hmm. right? And those credit limits that you already have. So mm -hmm. 2,500, 5,000 is a good starting place, but mm -hmm. you really want to be able to get to the 25,000, $20,000 personal credit limits, right? Mm -hmm. Now the business credit is business credit world are going to see, oh, you got those limits over there. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can handle your personal, you can definitely handle the, handle the business. So yep. definitely increase those. But if you're, if you have five to 10 uh, credit card, personal credit cards already, they all got large limits. Um, and you're strictly on going for business credit cards, I don't see a reason to ever get a personal card ever again. I feel you. know, mm -hmm. the only thing I could think of is what I'm doing right now is I'm running, running the Turo play, right? Okay. So although I do have a 800 plus credit score, um, we all know it's not about the, it's not about your score. It's about the data points. I never financed a car in my name before. I never financed a car in my name. So uh, I, I see what you're doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to, for the Turo play, I wanted to be able to finance a car in a high a luxury car, a car that's going to make a lot of money. 
and put it on, on Toro platforms that are going to make me some money. But the mm-hmm. way it works is a lot of these lenders, they're not going to give you an auto loan if you don't have any type of history of auto loans on your credit report. Exactly. Yep. Even if you got an 800 credit score, they don't exactly. care. Yep. It's about yep. the data points, right? So it's best to build up your personal credit um, by, I would say, get an auto loan. And that's what I'm, that's I'm, I'm building up my uh, personal credit on the auto trade lines, mm-hmm. right? So now down the road, I'll be able to get the high-end luxury cars, right? So I got build up to get the luxury cars. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be like Michael over here, man. He got, he hey, got all man. the wins. Well, look, hey, chill. I'm trying to be like this man when I grow up. <laughs> chill, chill. Uh, uh, but yeah, man, I think that's the only reason why you should be able to uh, touch, go back and touch your personal um mm-hmm. after you already built out your personal credit because otherwise it doesn't make any sense okay i got you so basically the, the sauce the finesse is to first let's structure our personal credit let's get our personal credit right let's structure our business right and then we go get that business funding and then we just recycle multiple llc's however we want to do it right that, that's the sauce sure, sure. and that make relationship make relationships sure. with any with many as many banks and credit unions as possible okay just, even if you got to travel to different states to open up accounts with them, start relationships with them, do what you got to do. I plan on taking a trip next month to go out to the East Coast to open up some accounts with them because, look, East Coast, they're throwing the bag. Mm. They're throwing the bag, like Key Bank, BB&T, PenFed. Key um, Bank, crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah I, know, I know some people who who got hella bank from the, from Key Bank, so um plan on going out there start relationships and hopefully i get some some lines from them in the near future okay perfect i like i like that you mentioned that because some people get confused at this so you're in california right now but you're talking about going to the east coast to build relationships can we talk about that because some people might be like oh i don't live there so i can't get funding you feel me? yeah right exactly so i have an llc in california right california llc if I want to be able to open up a bank account, say in Pennsylvania, Philly, how it works, I can't just go ahead and use my LLC, California LLC, to open up a business bank account in Pennsylvania. So what I have to do is file for a foreign entity, mm. right? So what I do is go to the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania and file for a foreign entity uh, paperwork, file foreign entity paperwork. And now once I go through that, uh, uh, I now have the right to do work in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So now I could travel over to Pennsylvania with my LLC, California LLC paperwork, right? EIN, operating agreement, all of that. Mm-hmm. And I make sure I have my um, foreign entity paperwork. And now and I go to the bank and say, hey, I'm allowed to do work here. Let me open up a bank account, right? Yeah. So that's the key, right? Start relationships with the East Coast because there's a lot of banks on the East Coast that are regional. And the same thing over here. There's banks out there that are regional where they, they're not going to be in California, mm-hmm. right? Because there's no, I don't, and then let me know if there's wrong, if, let me know if I'm wrong, but there, I don't think there's any key banks on, on the West Coast. There's one in uh, Washington. No, there isn't Washington. Yeah, okay, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, in yeah. California. They're yeah, not, not, in, California. not in, there's definitely not one in California. Yeah, there's no um, PenFed. There's another credit union that I heard oh, is giving yeah. out the bag. Uh, there's no BB&T. There's mm-hmm. no SunTrust. Those banks are East Coast, uh, Southern-based. Mm-hmm. But look, they can't have all the fun, right? Yeah. So 
I'm setting up foreign entities in, well, I, I don't want to open up as, as many as possible. Find a state that has all the credit unions, banks that you're interested in, right? Create that foreign, uh, foreign entity, travel over there because a lot of these banks, they don't allow you to open up these accounts over online. You actually got to go in person, to open them up. Mm -hmm. fly over there build relationships open up an account throw some money in there um and then come back down the road to apply for some funding mm -hmm. okay so let's say let's say i don't know nothing about credit i don't know nothing about these banks i'm just listening to the interview right now i'm hearing all this bbnt key bank and all of that how do you even figure out the banks that you want to go and get business Ooh. credit with yeah man look i got a website right now i'm gonna tell you i can't remember the top of head but i'm gonna pull it up is a okay. guy that i love using to look up different types of credit cards whether mm -hmm. it be zero percent credit cards uh cash back it's called u.s credit card guy mm. major gem right there u.s mm. credit card guide.com mm -hmm. you're gonna know all the top credit card what is the new credit cards what are the travel benefits what are the new rewards um major hack i do mm. my i do a lot of my research on there mm. and then also there's other websites just a simple google search mm. saying zero percent interest business credit cards um of 2022 right mm -hmm. or you could type in credit unions that offer zero percent interest business credit cards mm -hmm. right because you want to be able to build relationships with all the ones that are in your area right exactly Exactly. I got another. I got another resource here. See if I can you find it. You got some more. You got some more. Let us know. Yeah, man. Look, but that's the big one. Uscreditcardguide.com. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, you, you know, uh, I can't find it right now. But I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know so you know. Uh, you definitely tell your um your community about this because it's okay, a bank. Definitely. It's called bankbranchlocator.com. Oh, that's yeah. I know. I know. That's that's some sauce. Yeah, bankbranchlocator.com major it's like a high level view of everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that that's different. Game changer right yeah, there. that was different. So uh do your research, man, because they're out there. It's mm. out there, right? And mm. the people who aren't willing to do a little research are the ones who are just not gonna be able to get the funding, y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Can you talk about some of your favorite credit cards? I'm assuming that your business funding. Because business funding is kind of vague. So I'm assuming it's most, is it mostly credit cards versus lines no, of credit? It's, credit. it's all mostly credit cards. cards. It's all, all credit cards. cards. Okay. All credit cards. Okay. Um, My favorite is the U.S. Bank, man, just because I'm, I'm biased because they showed me love in the very beginning. <laughs> but I was scared to even walk into the, in, in, uh, in the bank to ask for some money. They threw me $25,000 right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Bank Chase is my another good one. Okay. Because, um, so a lot of people think you can't well they got the 524 rule right for on the people personal. who don't on the personal right yeah. a lot of people think the 524 rule applies to the business side mm -hmm. um i for the people who don't know what a 524 rule is meaning they have a rule set up in place meaning you can't if you already have five credit cards on your credit credit report uh within the last 24 months you, you're going to automatically get denied from Chase, right? So, um, but the business credit side is a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. I can't confirm whether they'll deny you if you apply online, but mm -hmm. if you go in person and apply for their uh, business credit card, 
they're not going to see that. Mm. They're, or they may see it, but they're not going to limit you to that 524 rule. Mm-hmm. Right? So go ahead and go to Chase, man, because they thrown out the bag. They got two 0% interest business credit cards. And on top of that, they got major um, uh, credit cards for travel. Wow. I love traveling, man. Yeah. Right? They got zero percent interest card that also gives you cash back. Mm-hmm. The uh, the business cash card, mm-hmm. look, that's even better than the U.S. Bank one because the U.S. Bank credit card isn't giving me any cash back. They're not giving me any reward. They just give me zero percent interest. Mm-hmm. But this Chase card, they're giving me zero percent interest and two percent cash back on everything that I purchase. Mm. <sighs> Game changer, y'all. Mm. And we already know, we already know the importance of getting these uh, cash back cards. Yeah. So um, run the bag up with these MS plays, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, look. And then, uh, so, you know, the MS plays go crazy. But um, but what was, I, what was I saying before I get sidetracked with some other stuff? With the business uh, credit cards. Yeah, U.S. Bank, Chase. Uh, this is not a funding card that I have, but the Bank of it or the American Express Platinum card. Oh yeah, the American Express Platinum card. I get it. It's about six hundred dollars a year, mm-hmm. but one of my most valuable cards, y'all. Because I don't know about you, but I hate being a regular. Could I cuss on here? Or no. Go ahead, man. Hey, <laughs> I, I hate I hate being a regular nigga at the airport. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like coming in feeling like I'm like I'm that nigga, right? So yeah, <laughs> too many times I've been at the airport stuck, like scrunched together, waiting for sitting yeah. in these hard chairs, waiting for my plane, um, yeah. not being able to find food, um, mm-hmm. bored, uncomfortable if I'm sleepy. I can't. Mm-hmm. You ever try to fall asleep in one of them a little uh, uh, terminal chairs? They're hey, they're man. like this and they're hella hard. You That's can't, what I'm saying. You can't hey, we, we can't anything. we can't relate no more. We in the lounge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with this American Express Platinum card, you now have access to the exclusive luxury airline lounges, yo. Mm-hmm. The American Express. Um, why am I forgetting the name of it? Um, what's the lounge called? Um, Centurion. Centurion Lounge. Yeah. These are the lounges where you be able to go in. They got buffets. Mm-hmm. They got mimosas on deck. All they day. got bars. You get free alcohol. Well, I'll say included alcohol. I'm not going to say free. It's included alcohol, mm-hmm. included food, included uh, chairs where you can extend your feet, extend your legs. You can, If you really wanted to, you could take a nap. There's no more fighting over electrical outlets. Oh, man. There's no more tr- having to walk five miles to the other side of the airport to be able to find an outlet. There's outlets everywhere now. Yeah. I'm I'm bougie now. I'm bougie <laughs> now. I can't go back to a to a, a, a regular person traveling. That's I what only I'm fly. I only fly using my American Express now. That's and on top I'm of saying. that, they have a bonus. I don't know where it is right now, but if you spend Ooh, I can't remember. It's been a while, but I think is you have to spend a certain amount of money within the first three months, and they'll give you hundred thousand dollar membership reward points. Mm-hmm. These hundred, these membership reward points can be cashed in to be able to get your flights. Yeah. Right. So now I, I I've been paid for a full flight. 
in over a year, two years, mm. and I've been all over, all around the country, mm. right? Right. So that's that's why I love the American Express, man, because they they give out so many opportunities for people to fly for free, l- fly in luxury. Um, and if you know how to MS, yeah, you good, you good to go. You good yeah. to go. And then on top of that, too, um, I want to mention with the hundred thousand points, if some people don't know, just for measure, that's about a thousand dollars in actual cash. So when we talk about a six hundred dollar annual fee, when you know how to MS, you got to play to basically pay yourself four hundred dollars. <laughs> so it's like you getting paid to get the car, you know what I'm saying? Dang, dang. <laughs> bro, this is the magic, man. This yeah. is the magic, bro. Look, tap into this podcast, bro. He's dropping definitely. all the game, bro. Hey, man, no, hey, it's about money. you. <laughs> yeah, huh? definitely. I say it's about you dropping the channel. So go ahead. <laughs> hey, but look, no, for real, for real. Look, I'm trying to tell you if you know how to MS, you know how to do all this, you do not need to pay for a flight again man yeah unless unless you want to go a different route go to a different airline or do something special you do not need to mm-hmm. okay so before we transition into like the closing questions i just want to ask let's say someone they listen to the whole podcast they hear like okay i gotta do my personal i gotta do business structure and everything what's maybe the number one thing you would say they should execute as a result of listening to the podcast what should what do they have to do literally right as as we end the episode? Start business, credit LLC. Okay, credit LLC, credit okay. LLC. Because whether your personal credit right is good right now or not, um, the older age your business, the better, mm. right? The older age the business, the better. When you go to these banks, um, oh, start an LLC and then get a bank account immediately. Okay. Whether you have a business idea or not, start right away. Because when you do get your personal credit right, um, you can go to the banks and they're going to see, oh, this person has had this business for two, three, four years already. Mm-hmm. Um, um, trust him a little bit more. He's a little bit more established. I'm going to give him a little bit more money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a little more money based on that. Of course, they're still going to be heavily looking at your personal credit, but they're going to give you a little bit more leeway um, because you got an older business, right? Mm-hmm. And there's actually banks out there, they won't even allow you to, op- to apply for a credit card unless your business is two years old, mm-hmm. right? So let, let your business age. Start, give it a head start by starting now, open it up, let it age. So when you are ready to apply for the business credit cards, you are already in position, man. Start mm-hmm. it right away. Start it right away. Okay. So I know people are thinking like, okay, you know, my business has to be two, at least two years old. You spoke about, you know, you had a business that was only a few months old and you got funding. Can we talk about like the finesse around getting around that two years? Maybe age corporations touch on that as well. Yeah. So... <sighs> Man, how did I forget, man? So I meant to tell on the Wells Fargo play. Okay. The Wells Fargo play, I forgot to mention. Um, your business should be two years old. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, for, I forgot to mention your business should be two years old. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, I actually had an aged corp. I had an aged corp that was uh, aged 20 years. Okay. But it does not need to be 20 years old. I have a friend who has a business only it was literally only two years old and she went ahead and, and got approved for the same fifteen thousand uh, dollars um no hard inquiry so mm-hmm. i would say make sure that your business is at least two years old but 
um, yeah, there's there's people out there who sell aged corpse, right? So they take over um, LLC's businesses that had that were initially originated hella long ago, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I bought one that was originated in 2002, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought the rights to be able to own that, right? It was filed and re-registered in Colorado in my name, mm-hmm. right? All I had to do was get a new virtual address. Um, I think I kept the same name. And now that business, LLC, well, I'm the owner of that business, mm-hmm. right? So now I can go to the banks or I can go to a Wells Fargo and they see, oh, this business is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to put 20 years, the bank is going to put 20 years old into their automatic underwriting system and is going to shoot, shoot an output. And a lot of times the age of your business plays into a part how much you're going to be able to get funding, right? Mm-hmm. So age corpse, it, it is a hack. Um, however, it is not... <laughs> is not a replacement for having building your business credit. If you want to go to business credit rights on your EIN-based solar EIN, you would still need to build out your your LLC. And I'm not I'm not the specialist specialist to talk about that because I haven't done it myself, but I know there are people out there who buy these aged corps and have them built out so they already have um long ages of business credit solely based on their EIN already. Okay. And that's how I found out that there's people out there who are using stuff like that to be able to get exotic cars. Like I just heard about a podcast the other day about this girl. She got a Maser, no, she got a Rolls Royce. Mm. She got a Rolls Royce because she got a, a 20 year old aged court. Mm. And I was already built out and she did not have, there was no PG, mm. no PG at all. So um, ask the, that's the power of age corpse that's already built out. Definitely. Okay. Let's touch on that age corpse. So I'm just kind of curious. So you got one that was 20 years old. You go into the bank. You're young. Are they thinking like, what, yeah. like what's going on over here? Is it his parents or business? Yeah, that, like how did that okay. go? And I knew they was gonna ask about that. I said it was just passed down from my parents. That's all. I okay. So you already you already had yeah, that ready. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I got um I tell them that it's passed down. Um uh what else? Yeah, because I, I told them I've been my family's been in the business forever. However, I've come of age and they decided to pass on pass it on to me. Okay, most definitely. And they didn't give you any drawback on that. They don't care, man. They just okay. trying to get they just trying to there are a lot of these bankers they're paper pushers yeah they don't they really don't don't give them as much respect as a lot a lot of people give them too much respect mm. as in they they a lot of them they don't know anything about bank business credit or anything i remember yeah. as i went in there and i asked them one time it's like yo do um uh what i what i say um which which credit bureau does it pull from? I think I went to Chase and they said, oh, just to ask to see if they knew. They said, oh, all of them. And I said, what? And I said, <laughs> said oh, this is all. He said, oh, yeah, they pulled for all three. Then she said, you, he said, are you sure? So I think, oh, hold on, let me call, let me call somebody right now. Oh, man. And, and they said, oh, I actually, I think it's Experian. And I said, oh, okay. And then I remember asking another person with Wells Fargo about, oh, do, does your secured card 
um, report to Dun and Bradstreet, and they said, "What is what is that?" Oh man! And I said, "Wow, okay." So yeah. I realized these these bankers, the ones that you see at the branches, they know how to do their job, and they yeah. know how to to paper push. They know how to answer the the frequently asked questions, mm-hmm. and that's it. Because at the end of the day, they don't they're not even the ones who decide whether you get approved or not. Yeah, that's the underwriter. It's the underwriter, yeah. right? So um, they they just out here doing their job, and that's all they care about. No, and I, I most definitely agree. I had a similar experience as well. So <laughs> tell me about that, y'all. Me about that. <laughs> y'all listening to the Cap Podcast, man? Y'all got y'all know more than these these banks, right? I try. I had someone trying to tell me that um, Key Bank was a hard inquiry, but it, it's a soft inquiry on your Equifax, basically. So. I just kept asking just to see what they knew and, you know, they didn't know. So I, I definitely agree with what you saying. That's a fact. It, yeah. They don't be knowing. They really they don't, don't like, don't really be don't, intimidated man. by them, bro, because they yeah. really don't know, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's, it's, it's always hilarious. Cause you can even go in them and talk around them and they're, they're trained to act like they know everything. They're like the geniuses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, listen to podcasts like this, doing your own research, doing as simple research as in even knowing the business credit bureaus, you're automatically know more than what they know. Oh, yeah. Bro, I didn't know what Dun & Bradstreet. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. He said, what is that? Right. <laughs> he, said, he, said, no. he said, I do. No. And I had another lady. She said, there's, wait, there's no such thing as business credit bureaus. They got Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And I and at that point, I was like, I'm not going to argue with her. But I, was yeah. like, I said, okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's, I, I still want to stay on the aged corp. So the 20 years that you got, how did you go about that process? Like, how do you make sure you don't get finessed? Cause I've been hearing about some people that they might get finessed. Maybe the business had taxes or something like how, yeah, how do you go about man. that process? Um, a person I, I got it from was actually my mentor and okay. I probably advise somebody to like, do your, do research. But I think I, I was, I was early on in the game and I trusted him and he was selling them and um, he, he never let me down. So I went ahead and, and got going and bought him. So I'm probably not the right person to ask about that, but um, I'll say definitely do your research. I, it, I didn't, it didn't come with any tax returns. It didn't come with anything. It just came with the articles of organization. I had to go apply for a new EIN. It didn't come with the EIN. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get a new address. Mm-hmm. and everything on their side was just transferred over to my name okay. so everything on, I couldn't tell you much about it I just know it worked it worked for me it got me okay. that $15,000 0% interest and now I'm going to be traveling the east coast and running that play okay yeah most definitely if anybody if anything make sure you build connections get with the mentor maybe the mentor can help you as right. far as that goes do your due diligence do your research mm-hmm. and Before, if I come go ahead. if I come across the connect again who who's selling them especially if they're built out I mean, y'all yeah. the first people i'm gonna let know okay most definitely most definitely appreciate that before we actually transition into like the final quick round and final questions where do you see yourself in like let's say five years five years i want to yes, be able sir. to grow this business so you want I will grow this business <laughs> thank you i will grow this business to a point where this is not um, a lot of my business is online right now. The people who know okay. me are my followers in my, my media community. 
it's a, it's a shame that I'm so active on social media. People know me from across the country, but my backyard doesn't even know what I do. Right. Mm. So my goal is to, well, I will be speaking at events, mm. um, speaking at schools, speaking mm. at uh, specific black empowerment conferences, events to teach people about this pathway to getting funding no. pathways to building their credit because so many times we're left out of stuff like this and the information is not readily available. So mm-hmm. um, I'm showing people that, that, it, that it is possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be able to grow, grow to that point. I'm not going to work in the business. I'm going to where my, my focus is removing myself, building up my team to be able to handle everything on their own. Right. And by, I will, be in, uh, developing property or uh, on specifically in the south um for in developing affordable housing that's my ultimate goal oh don't okay i respect that all right so we're gonna go through a quick lightning round the cat lightning round whatever you want to call Woo! it <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> <go>! <laughs> i'm nervous Hey man, it's gonna be four quick questions. You know, no, we're not even recording right now. We're just having a conversation. So just answer it. And then um, you ready? Yep. All right. So number one, what do you do for fun when you're not, you know, doing what you're doing with business credit? I love working out, going to okay. the gym, I'm eating good food. Matter, matter of fact, no, let me be more specific. Beyond the never-ending journey to find the best chicken burrito. Okay. <laughs> why don't you why don't you make it man look i'm not i'm not i'm not julio who could make it a lot better than me <laughs> julio Marie could probably make it a lot better than me all right bet. all right bet, bet, bet. all right what's your favorite credit resource and why you gave us a few it could be a podcast it could be a book it could be those resources to know about um business banks things like that i love nerd wallet I love nerdwallet.com. Okay. I love US credit card guide. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Those are the, those are probably the main ones that I like. <coughs> cat podcast. Okay. All right. Got oh, you. Okay. Yeah, of course, cat podcast. Oh, that's, a given, that's a given though. You feel me? Look. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great resource. Nerdwallet is, Nerdwall is official too. All right. So you said working out is good. I think that's one of those good habits that allows you to do good in different avenues in your life. Um, I want to ask what habit can you attribute to your success that you have with credit, business credit, et cetera? Focus, focus, um, knowing what, what my purpose was, as I said in the beginning, my purpose was to be able to get large limits of business credit, Mm -hmm. right. Um, specifically to invest in businesses. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there are so many different flashy objects and ways to make money and things that could be seen as opportunities, but mm-hmm. in reality are really distractions, mm-hmm. right? Because if mm-hmm. I saw uh, things early on, like, I don't know, let me think, like Forex over here, train mm-hmm. options over here, mm-hmm. or early on doing an Airbnb, um I, I wouldn't be able to be where i'm at now i wouldn't have my credit repair business i wouldn't be able to have the funding that i have wouldn't be able to invest in real estate the way i am mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, because I would have been all over the place or I would have spread myself too thin, mm-hmm. you know? So I highly suggest people that there's a power of one. Power of one, focus on one thing until mm-hmm. you'll be able to grow to have a sustain. Then you'll be able to go on different things because we have only a limited time. We only have a limited resources. We can't spread our, those resources so thinly, right? Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Okay, I like that. And you mentioned credit repair business. So do you help people with their credit like you do for yeah. them as far as the personal yeah. side? So okay. I do I do credit um, credit restoration, credit repair and credit credit restoration. So I help um, entrepreneurs and everyday people uh, remove negative items from their credit report. And I also help them restore it as okay. I help build credit builder accounts, give them access to age trade lines, 20 plus year trade lines. I give them credit education, also help people with the transition to be able to get to the business credit. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here about, right? Okay. We're trying to get to the, the business credit side. Getting your personal credit right is cute and it is mandatory. Yeah. But to get, to get to the real bag, the bag where um, it is the, the usage is not going to report to your personal credit, <laughs> the business credit is the way to go, y'all. And it's a, it's a repeatable process. It's a repeatable process. So in it, in Sedner, in er, although everybody isn't meant to own a, or meant to be an entrepreneur, as a lot of people say, everybody needs to own something, right? Yeah. Everybody needs to own something. And if you want to own a business, this is a great way to be able to invest in the business, to mm-hmm. be able to use other people's money to be able to invest. Okay, most definitely. So you said you help entrepreneurs and everyday people is that what you said so i help entrepreneurs or let me rephrase i help entrepreneurs everyday entrepreneurs be able to Uh, get to the bag using leveraging their personal credit okay everyday entrepreneurs basically Mm -hmm. okay okay i have your ig here it says i help black entrepreneurs so majority of people listening to the cat podcast are black but do you not help people that are not black Black entrepreneurs let's talk about that we're talking about let's get it yeah. Black entrepreneurs because there's so many times where we're so we're so left out of mm-hmm. uh, of of opportunities, right? Because we're not given we're not given the opportunities, we're not given this information. So yeah. platforms like this is great for our, our community, mm-hmm. especially uh, for the black community. So most definitely, most definitely. Okay, the last question of the you know quick round, probably the most important one. If you could change one thing about the black community when it comes to credit, business credit, what would it be and why? Well, let's talk about why we don't have access to all these credit to begin with, because it's Mm. in in the household. Right. Let's talk Mm. about growing up. There should be no reason why we don't even know about credit until until it's too late. Yeah. So we can't get approved for a mortgage. We can't get approved for our first apartment. We Mm -hmm. can't get our credit card. Mm-hmm. Right, our first credit card. We should be talking about that early on. We should mm-hmm. be talking about what credit is at a young mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. We can't have the talk of of money finances be a taboo topic or not talked about at all. Right? Yeah. We should be teaching them instead of saying instead of telling our kids, "Oh, yo, don't worry about it. Let the adults handle it." Show, bring them with you to different meetings. All my dad used to do that with me. All he used to bring me to real estate meetings. Right. Mm-hmm. He used to bring me to the bank, even though I didn't understand what was going on. I mean, it was just being that environment, being being exposed at a young age, you oh, know, so. that there are black people doing doing stuff like this. You yeah. know, 
So it's it's all about exposure. Start mm-hmm. early. Teach these mm-hmm. kids. Buy them books. Mm-hmm. There's so many educational resources out there. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Before we get on to the last question, I just want to you know open it up. Is there a question that people do not ask you that you would want to talk about while we have this platform on right now? Oh man. And this is entrepreneurship. I think if you decide to go into the entrepreneurship, you can start your own businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, know that it's nice. It's a hard route, man. It's hard. It's hard. But anything worth having it is not going to be easy, right? And I think, and people say all the time, being able to be successful is by eighty percent mental. You got. You have to have self confidence in this. It's, mm-hmm. it's a literally an everyday battle, mm-hmm. everyday battle with yourself, making sure that you were better than you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And don't expect that there's going to be people who are going to support you right away. One thing I knew from, <laughs> shout out to uh, Nehemiah Davis. He, he said that, look, people are not going to support you until you, they start seeing shit happen. Yeah, that's a fact. Shout out, Neil. Right. Yeah. So, look, if nobody else is going to support you, you better support yourself, Mm. right? And just keep grinding and keep focused. You keep going. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, um, we're both on big on on the social media marketing. When I first started, I wasn't getting getting any likes. You know, I wasn't getting likes, a lot of engagement. But we have to have faith that just keep going, keep going and going and going. It's going. This engagement is going to engagement is going to be there. The brand mm-hmm. is going to be strengthened. We just have to keep going, knowing that we can't stop. The moment we stop, the moment we stop is the moment we fail. Mm. We got to keep going, y'all. Because look, there's always somebody watching. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody watching. Building and that goes into building your brand. That and that and that, that that's uh, that's a whole another episode that we can talk about. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. We, we're going we're going to run a part two as well. But yeah, so final question. You gave a lot of gems, a lot of crystals, all that. You know, they're going to be making their favorite jewelry with all the crystals you done gave, you feel me? Uh, I hope some people run the Wells Fargo play. I hope some people run all these plays that you gave. But can you give the people a final credit crystal for us to walk away with for today's episode? Man, a credit crystal, man. I think I, I want to say I gave out everything, man. Hey, man, if you want to reemphasize, some people, they might have went over their heads. You could always reemphasize something, too. Man, I think the key, man, is this inquiries, man. Remove those inquiries. Once I found out how to remove inquiries, man, it's, it's really a game changer. Mm. Like, no matter what you apply to, no matter what you apply for, you just know that you don't have to be scared anymore because so many times we get scared like oh i don't know if i get i'll uh, get approved i don't mm-hmm. want to apply i gotta make sure everything is right yeah fuck it Go apply for it apply That's for it in yeah. worst case scenario you get denied you get a hard inquiry you delete that inquiry run that shit back mm. run that shit back figure out mm. what was wrong run that shit back mm. now you get to rewind rewind fix the errors and do it again that mm-hmm. i think People underestimate the power of just removing those hard inquiries. That goes into getting as many funding funding as you want. That yeah. goes into getting as many auto loans as you want, yeah. right? Um, uh, making sure your credit score, your vanity credit score is up, right? Making sure that um, credit cards, mortgages, all of that. Man, learn how to remove those hard inquiries and master that. 
Most definitely, most definitely appreciate you. Julian, appreciate all the uh, jewels. Can you tell us how we can find you, what you got going on? You know, how can they get, how can the people get in contact with you, what you got going on? You can find me on Instagram at jtalkscredit. You can find me on Facebook, Julian Pilot Hutchison. I have mm-hmm. a Facebook page of Take Flight Solutions. Every day I'm dropping gems, dropping tips on how to improve your credit, how to leverage your credit to invest in businesses. Um, mm-hmm. I have a business funding checklist, a free business funding checklist that I want everybody mm-hmm. to check out. Look, a lot of people come to me say, what do I need? What do I need? What, what order do I need? And this checklist is going to be able to give you everything that you need from A to Z to be able to get these $100,000 of bank business credit. A lot of stuff that we talked about today, it's, it's, it's listed out step in order from A to Z. I need you guys to mm. check that out. You could text LIST, L-I-S-T, to 707-244-7669. That mm. is L-I-S-T to 707-244-7669. And that's free. And that is a free. Wow. Check that out, y'all. Check wow. that out. Wow. That's my, that's my gift to y'all. Check that out. And there you have it. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.